making travel plans, this country's banning sunscreen. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Last summer was tough. There was unprecedented flooding in Japan, heat waves in Europe, wildfires in California and the Arctic. Now a study is connecting these extreme weather events with changes in the jet stream in the northern hemisphere due to global warming. The jet stream is a band of winds that flow at high altitude causing weather systems to move from the west to the east. And as National Geographic reports, the winds are driven by the temperature difference between Arctic cold air and hot air from the tropics. In the summer of 2018, and even in previous years, the jet stream became slower and locked weather systems into place. The change is occurring because the Arctic is warming two to three times faster than anywhere else, which has a slowing effect and can stall the jet stream during the summer. The study published in the journal Science Advances predicts that global warming, if not curtailed, will lead to summers like 2018 being on average 50% more likely by the end of the century, but they could increase by as much as 300%. Penn State's Michael Mann, the lead author of the study, said that we're now seeing the impacts of climate change play out in real time on our TV screens and in our news headlines. We are sleepwalking towards the edge of a cliff. That's what Mike Barrett of the World Wildlife Fund said about his organization's new report showing that humans have wiped out 60% of the Earth's mammals, birds, fish, and reptiles since 1970. The biggest causes of animal population losses are agriculture and over-exploitation, consuming too many animals. 300 species of mammals are being eaten into extinction, and much of the destruction of natural habitats is done to create farmland. Chemical pollutants and invasive species also play a part. The largest losses in animal populations have occurred in South and Central America, and as The Guardian notes, the habitats that are suffering the greatest damage are rivers and lakes, where wildlife populations have fallen more than 80% due to agriculture and the large number of dams. While climate change plays a growing role in the loss of animal populations, it's not as large a factor at present as our overconsumption and land degradation. According to Barrett, eating less meat is an essential part of reversing the losses because deforestation is driven by expanding agricultural production of crops, such as soy, that are used to feed pigs, chickens, and cows. In related news, China, Russia, and Norway blocked efforts last week to create a massive sanctuary in the Antarctic Ocean which would protect animals, including orcas, blue whales, seals, and penguins. The initiative, if it had received unanimous support, would have banned all commercial fishing in an area five times that of Germany and, as the Independent reports, would have given wildlife a chance to recover. Concern is growing that maritime shippers are installing systems that allow them to cheat on rules to reduce air pollution by 2020. The International Maritime Organization is requiring ships to use fuel with a lower sulfur content due to impacts on human health. But an industry analysis seen by The Guardian shows that thousands of ships are likely to game the system by installing scrubbers that clean the fuel of sulfur but dump the waste into the sea. 
the cheating would be done to avoid the higher cost of low sulfur fuel. In other ocean news, the island nation of Palau has become the first country to ban many kinds of sunscreen in order to protect its coral reefs. Research has shown that ingredients in sunscreen are highly toxic to marine life and can make coral reefs more susceptible to bleaching. Under the ban, which will take effect in 2020, reef toxic sunscreen containing one of 10 prohibited chemicals will be confiscated from tourists when they enter the country, and retailers who sell it can be fined up to $1,000. Craig Downs with the Hereticus Environmental Laboratory told The Guardian that sunscreen manufacturers need to step up and innovate, saying that chemicals used for UV protection have been largely unchanged for 50 years. He added that sunscreens containing zinc oxide and titanium dioxide were not harmful to reefs. Engineers at Iowa State and the University of Florida are working on a new system of sensors that can be buried in the soil and could help farmers reduce the fertilizers they use. A release from Iowa State says the sensors will monitor nitrogen levels throughout a farm field and send information to wireless networks. Currently, farmers have to test soil nutrients by taking samples and sending them off to a lab, which can be slow, expensive, and imprecise. The goal is to help reduce the amount of fertilizers leaving fields that feed harmful algal blooms. Farm runoff in Iowa runs down the Mississippi River and into the Gulf of Mexico. There it contributes to the dead zone waters that are oxygen depleted. The sensor system is part of an emerging sector called precision farming, managing factors like soils, weather, water, and vegetation that can vary greatly in any particular farm. According to MarketWatch, precision farming is growing at an annual rate of 12%. And finally, extreme weather is expected to increase because of climate change, and that could mean more flooding as storms get stronger. Heavy rainfall is hard to absorb, especially in urban areas, because of the large amount of impervious surfaces like concrete. Water has nowhere to go and ends up flowing into rivers or streams, causing them to swell. But researchers in China have just studied a material that may offer an environmentally friendly alternative for sidewalks that absorbs large amounts of water and also cleans it. The material? It could be your kitchen countertops. Travertine, a form of limestone, is commonly used for tiles in homes, but new experiments have showed it has significant potential to reduce storm water runoff and filter heavy metal pollutants that are carried in that water. And while travertine is cheaper than both asphalt and concrete, we don't yet know how good it is for hopscotch. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org.